We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Your guys, Derek and Cody with you. Guys, we're going to talk about this topic because trade deadline is coming up. It's basically a week from now. And, you know, the Colts have put themselves in a weird situation, uh, a situation that we're not used to seeing right now with changing quarterbacks midseason. And now... It has a lot of people questioning on whether or not the Colts are going to be sellers uh, at before the trade deadline or if they end up trying to trade for somebody here in the next week. Uh, we're going to break that down. But Cody, in spite of what's going on, do you think that the Sam Ellinger decision makes uh, – persuades the Colts to go a certain way on how they approach the NFL trade deadline coming up? That is the, a great question. And this is one of those things where I don't know if I really necessarily have an opinion on it just because like, we just don't know with Sam Ellinger, right? We just don't know what the Colts are like, you know, is their plan? And they would never admit this, you know, and I wouldn't think Ballard and Reich knowing what's at stake would do this. And basically, you know, essentially like, if they tank, they're gone, right? There's no question about that. Um, so I personally think uh, what is most likely to happen, what I would like to happen versus what's most likely to happen are probably two different things. What I would like to see happen is the Colts to trade and sell some of these players off for some higher draft capital next year to move up and get your franchise guy. Because on the possibility, Derek, that Sam Ellinger actually is decent and he does lead the Colts to some wins, and if they're sitting there with seven, eight wins at the end of the year, that's not going to do you any favors when it comes draft time, right? And you're going to need all the draft capital you can get to get up there and get your guy. So that's what I would do. But knowing where this regime is right now and these guys really on their last legs, it appears, I don't see the Colts trading any of their players personally. I don't really see that happening. Um, I don't think that that's something that Ballard and Reich would do knowing where they're at right now. Um, I do think if they buy, they buy low, you know, maybe an offensive lineman. I know there's mentioned Chris Reed has been a name that's kind of been thrown around, you know, probably an interior offensive lineman would be my best guess. Cause I don't really feel like outside of that, uh, there's really a whole lot of a market for anybody. 
you know, that the Colts, you know, would would feel like they, they want to trade. I mean, let's be honest, trading for a guard, it's not going to cost you that much. Maybe, you know, a late round pick at the most. So that's kind of what I would say. Uh, I kind of think, you know, it's just kind of a weird message to your locker room right now. Um, and I don't know if your locker room quite knows what to think right now. I'm sure there's guys that are shocked in that locker room right now because of this shakeup at the quarterback position. So it's so, so early, and it's too early to tell what this team is going to be. But uh, I'd personally like to see them sell some players, but I don't think they'll actually do that. What is your opinion on it? Yeah, it's one of those situations where, you know, Ballard has never been the impulsive guy, right? And it's weird how we're now seeing this change with Ellinger, and now all of a sudden Colts fans think, their mentality is, is sell, sell. It's, it's a fire sale. Like what you see in call of duty right now, just fire sale. You get anyone and everyone for as much as we can get. Like, I think we need to slow down just a little bit when it comes to that. I think we're all in agreement. I think every single person in Colts nation agrees that there are a few people in this, uh, in this group of Colts players that probably should be on their way out at some point. But I'm in agreement with you. I don't believe that there is a scenario in which that Ballard is going to trade away some of our players right now because I don't think he believes that uh, there is much to worry about with the whole totality of the team. I mean, you can do with that as you wish right now, but I mean, that I'm just telling you what Ballard's way of thinking is. I truly don't think he truly believes there's a lot going on with some of these players, and I don't think he's just going to start selling three, four, five players at the trade deadline, right? Like, we're not in a rebuild like the Panthers are. The Panthers were in a, in a rebuild, and even then, they were still not willing to give up some of their big pieces, especially on defense. I don't anticipate them doing the same thing with this situation going on. And on top of it, I think the other reason why we can hold off on, we think the Colts may not be selling a lot of people is you brought Sam Ellinger into this position because I said it yesterday, Cody, and you know, we all kind of re-echoed it that you brought Sam Ellinger in because you're looking to see what he can provide for you. If you just start selling all of your guys and then you don't have an answer to for depth and how to make this team better at the moment, then there's no point in bringing Sam Ellinger in because all you're doing is just going to ruin his chances to show what he has, right? So what you want to see with Sam Ellinger is with this current roster that can Sam Ellinger do something different with those group of guys that, you know, Matt Ryan couldn't, right? And then at the end of the year, be it you have a decent back end of the season or you have a bad back end of the season, then you start trading away some of those guys then, right? Like that seems like the more logical thing to do right now, especially since you can't just fire sale uh, about 5 to 10% of your team and then just and then just expect Sam Ellinger to just continue to uh, do this, try to be the best version of himself. You just can't do that unless you're trading player for player at that point with uh, one of these teams, which definitely sounds like something they would do, but it just seems like a very drastic thing that I just don't know if the Colts were doing. I would want them to start selling some people and maybe buy one or two guys to maybe 
bolster up this offensive line a little bit. But um, I think that it's very obvious that they probably won't go that direction. There's no way that Ballard and his hubris will ever do that. You know, I don't think he ever will. Because basically, you're if you're doing that, you're you're throwing in the towel at three and three, right? Mm-hmm. And that's almost like stealing your fate. So if Ballard wants any opportunity, and I still think there maybe is kind of an opportunity for Ballard specifically to maybe be, you know, not gone at the end of the year, and they try to get a new head coach. I could see that happening. But you know what I mean? Like if Ballard wants any opportunity back here with Indianapolis. He's not going to sell these players. He's not going to do that. He's going to try to win, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because that looks better on his resume. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I, I agree with you in the sense of like, I think, you know, if, if the season continues on how it has and your, your record isn't great, you start dropping more games and you're sitting there in the top 10 of draft order, then you just clean house and you just start over. You start trading some players. You figure things out and you just go from there. But I don't think right now that's probably the move, if I'm being honest. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like the philosophy of this entire regime right now. And it just doesn't seem like even amongst everything that's going on with a drastic change, just couldn't imagine them just throwing in the towel right now with what it's going. I just don't think they're going to do that, especially to Sam Ellinger right now, who's trying to lead this team the best of his ability from this point forward. You got to give this guy a chance. You got to do something with whatever you can do. I mean, do you believe that there are a, is a specific player that maybe potentially they do sell or buy at this point in the, uh, the a week before the deadline? Because, you know, we've seen teams say, like even the Broncos said, they're willing to trade Bradley Chubb at the end of the game on against Jacksonville if they lose because they're just thinking, well, we got to get we got to get compensation somehow to try to fix this team because obviously Russell Wilson's uh b- behind ain't doing it right now. So what's the point in having this fantastic player on your defense when your defense isn't the problem? You're trying to fix something on offense. So I mean, do you think there is somebody on this Colts team that you know, even though we don't expect a fire sale, there could be somebody dealt. So the two guys that come to mind are guys that you can replace with players in-house. So I'm going to say these two players, and you know I think these are probably the two most obvious players, two players who have really been struggling this season, but have both made a Pro Bowl and I think would still demand a decent amount of compensation. That The first one being Ryan Kelly. Um, you have Danny Penter, who has played well, even this season at center. Uh, and with how bad Kelly's played, it really can't get a whole lot worse, you know? If you're trying to fix this offensive line, that's a good first step. And then the second one would be actually Kenny Moore. And I know that might be surprising for some people, but Kenny Moore has not looked the same since last year. He just has not. He's been really bad this year. He had a really good game against Jacksonville. But besides that, he just has not looked like the Kenny Moore of old. And, and you know, you still have Isaiah Rogers who can play the slot, you know. So I do believe that those would be the two players if I'm – guessing and I don't think they will but if they were to those would be two players that you you could trade and then still have players that could play you know at the same level if not better that you could plug into there what are your thoughts do you have any other players besides the two I listed uh that you would see I could definitely agree with both of your listings I I would definitely say I wish that I could give you a better uh indication of that because I would say trade guys like freaking uh 
maybe like Brandon Faison or Matt Pryor, but it'd be impossible to get anything from them at this point. I mean, both of those guys played so terribly over the last season so far. I mean, Faison, I mean, you brought him in here with, I mean, what did they give up for him? I Or no, it was a free agent signing, so he wasn't anything. But the fact that he's like, I think he's like literally one of the dead last corners in efficiency of everything. You wouldn't be able to get a six rounder out of him at this point. And Matt Pryor, you're not going to get anything out of him for that. But I, I would love to see who else we could potentially get to add to this offensive line. I'm going to try to see if I can find somebody from uh, the Panthers that could potentially, I think I've seen a few offensive linemen, uh, especially for like the Panthers that could be in for us right now. You know, the last time we traded for, um, or we brought in a guy from Carolina, which was Chris Reed, you know, that turned out really good for us. So we'll see how that goes. But I mean, it'll be, interesting to see if the Colts do in fact actually trade somebody away. But like you said, I mean, Ryan Kelly, you do know that if you were to go in house, you can definitely rely on Pinter to be uh, the center right now. And then you can add a backup piece to there at some point. Uh, So no issue there, but yeah, I, I, that's the only one I could imagine in this season. Like if the, in the season, if we were talking about at the end of the season, Maybe things change, but not during the season. I couldn't expect anyone else really to get traded right now. Right. It's like the team would not just leave themselves with a wide open hole on the roster, right? The player that they would have to trade uh, would be a player that's either not playing well, that can be easily replaced, or maybe isn't getting as much starting run, you know, as they expected. But there still are, you know, a lot of people would hold them in high regard uh, for draft compensation. that That's what I would say. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, that's really going to do it for this one, guys. Uh, I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts on this. You know, the trade deadline, it's going to be in less than a week. You know, a bunch of teams are still shopping players. I mean, obviously I said, Bradley Chubb, we talked about DJ Moore is probably going to be on the move soon. You talked about, uh, there's some Bears players on the defensive side that are going to be potentially on the move. But then again, I doubt that the Colts would make any move with that one because that's just going to cost a lot right now. So there's a lot of moves that can be made, both from Indy's standpoint and around the league so far. So be sure to let us know in the comments what you guys think of the Colts being buyers or sellers before the NFL trade deadline next Tuesday. That's going to do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, guys, Go Colts. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. 
No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.